This is the muster on Hokanui for a Monday afternoon, catching up now with Penny Simmons. She is MP for Invercargill in our political roundup for a Monday. G'day, Penny. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yes. Uh, how was your weekend? Look, it was great here. Um, I was out on Saturday morning at Queen's Park, beautiful morning at Queen's Park, where we did the tree planting for the King's coronation, so that was nice. And then in the afternoon, I went to the uh, powerlifting, the Special Olympics powerlifting, which was great. There were teams down from Auckland and Tauranga and uh, all parts of the country, so it was lovely. And I just want to give a big shout-out to uh, Sonia, who organises it, Sonia Manaya and she, by golly, she does some work organising those things because, um, you know, you forget that when there's powerlifting, someone has to set up all the weights, and she was exhausted at the end of it. So, um, yeah, it was great to, great to see all the athletes there, and that was um, uh, really nice and, and just acknowledge the work that Sonia does. Yeah, lifting around weights all day, putting them on the bar and off again, it's not something the average person could do, is it? Absolutely not. No, I mean she's a, a powerlifter herself um, in masters, and but you know it's a it's a big day for her. So just wonderful work there. You talked about planting the tree for the new king. Did you um, stay up to one o'clock in the morning watching the whole procession? Oh, not quite till one, but it was a bit addictive. I started looking, watching it, and I think I was still watching it till the, um, the actual coronation took place, but I didn't watch them go back, drive back and things. But, yeah, it was a bit addictive watching it. It's a, it's a spectacle, and, um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen very often in our lifetime, so it was, it was good to watch it. I happened just to flukily turn on the telly. I was staying at a mate's place because, let's be honest, you know, we had a baby and a couple of quiets after a very happy Sunday, Saturday in the Mai Mai. I just happened to turn on the TV at the precise moment he's sitting in the chair getting the crown on his head. So, um, yeah, I pretty much saved myself six hours of watching then, I reckon. You did, you did. That was well-timed. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. Hey, Penny, let's talk about the back-to-farming policy National come out with now, uh, probably just over a week ago, but there's a lot of detail in that, isn't there? Yes, yeah, look, there is. And look, at the heart of it is uh, what farmers have been telling us, and that is that they are being swamped with new regulations. And uh, when we looked back over it, there's about 20 new or amended regulations that have come in place for farmers since 2017. And so, you know, they are quite uh, right in feeling swamped by new regulations. So um, what we've come up with is trying to simplify things, trying to get things back to a low Local um, decision making, so that that two for one rule for every new agricultural regulation, two have got to be removed. Now, people say, "Oh, yeah, um, so what?" Well, actually, it, it does mean something when people are getting overwhelmed with regulations. It is good to take a few away, and having a, a rural regulation review panel um, that can consider how all these regulations will affect farmers instead of these unintended consequences. So, you know, people that genuinely understand what the impact is going to be uh, before they before they get put in place, and making sure that the cost to farmers are assessed um, before any new regulations are put in place. But you know, some of the the um, some of the heart of it, things like doubling the RSE worker cap, that's going to 
for horticulture, um, banning the foreign farm to forest conversions, urban farming, and you know we've seen um, heartbreakingly some great farms going into carbon farming down here, and then having a look at the um, rural activities on highly productive farms, things like that. So getting away from that old um, Labour government thinking of one size fits all across our uh, farming sectors all across the country and getting a focus back onto uh, local decision making. The fact is, Penny, just talking to people over the weekend about where they're placed compared to, say, three or four years ago, um, the regulations being placed upon rural New Zealand at the moment in particular, um, they don't know what they're going to do in the future. There's so much, so many people out there trying to figure out what they're supposed to do going forward to try and make ends meet because you've got anything and everything that's just adding up on plates at the moment. I really don't see how this government can actually understand for the effect on rural people. Yeah, well, look, that getting back to farming is so real. We want farmers farming, not um, wading through regulations and uh, trying to meet um, administrative requirements of of, um, of a government. So farmers need to be farming. That is the only way we're going to get out of this financial mess that this government has put us into. We have got to have um, our export income being lifted we have got to have farmers doing what they do so well, producing goods that need to be, um, that people in the rest of the world want. So, you know, we've got to cut some of this red tape. We've got to support farmers. We've got to make it um, easier for them to get on and get back into their farms and, and farming rather than in their offices uh, filling out forms. Yeah, it correlates to the nurses' policy that National come out with uh eight days ago as well. It's the same thing, trying to get people to stay in the country to do the job as well because there's just such a lack of workers these days. There's no reason for people to stay in New Zealand at the moment if you're a young person looking at a career. The government is just, just isn't pushing that narrative. No, well, the nurses one, uh, Dr. Essie and I had been working on it for a while and, and Erica Stanford, and um, I'm really pleased that we're putting that out there because we need to keep these new graduates in that first five years of paying up to 4500 a year on their loan, a total of 22500 That's going to give them about $87 more in their pocket a week, so it's going to be effectively like a pay rise for them over that time. Um, and, and so it, it retains some of those uh, new grads, hopefully, to staff our, our hospitals and our um, elderly care homes and also show that they are valued. And, you know, a lot of people People have said, well, we're short of all workers. We're short of workers right across the all the sectors in New Zealand, and that's true. We are, but the reality is, when you're short of nurses, people die, and it's that um, black and white. And we have to do something to uh, try and retain those nurses and encourage more nurses to uh, uh, young people to go into nursing. So um, that's at the crux of it. Also, trying to get on top of um, uh, recruiting more from overseas, so offering up to a 1,000 nurses will be offered a $10,000 relocation package, and that's because uh, Australia have got out there so aggressively and they've got way ahead of us in terms of attracting nurses from overseas. And, and we've, we, sure, we want to train more of our own, but in the interim, we've got to bring nurses in from overseas. 
generally this policy has been well received? Yes, it has been. Yes. I mean, you know, people always want more, um, but uh, we've got to do things that are affordable too because, you know, our country is in a pretty significant financial uh, situation. So we've got to balance up with um, giving incentive for people to stay, but also not being um, fiscally irresponsible either. Penny Simmons, always great to chat on the muster. Have a great week. Thanks, Andy. Bye. Penny Simmons there, MP from Vicargo. Always great to have on the muster every couple of weeks. Up next, uh, we'll go to McNabb, eh? We'll catch up with Don Moore.